guys, welcome back to the Source Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. So today we have another interview. Today we will be talking with former BYU offensive tackle and NFL draft draft prospects, Tristan Hodge. What's going on, Tristan? Thanks for coming on. Thanks guys for having me. Thank you. So let's get right in. First question, what got you interested in the sport of football? Oh man, so long ago, uh, I guess I have to say my family, um, my dad especially, um, his brother, Merrill Hodge, he was, he was in the league for um, nearly a decade, played with the Steelers and the Bears, um, so we kind of, we're kind of a football family. Um, my dad was a quarterback, and then their youngest brother was also a quarterback, so uh, it was kind of hard to avoid. Um, so yeah, I definitely would say it started with family, and it's uh, been that way ever since. Like you just mentioned your family was QBs, but like what drew, what drew you to the offensive line? Um, probably size. Um, I mean, as a young kid, I've always, I've always been a little bigger than everybody else. And I mean, even in little league, they were a lot like, uh, you know, I wanted to say, Hey, can I be tight end? Can I be a linebacker? They're like, no, you're going to be on the offensive line, big guy. And, uh, so it kind of just stuck. Um, and so started flag football and all the way through little league. So I kind of just got, uh, I wouldn't say stuck there because I really do enjoy my job. Um, but yeah, so that's what kind of, kind of got me there. Great. Were there any players you liked watching and like modeling your game after? Oh man, there's there's, there's been a lot through my life. Um, uh, the first the first offensive lineman I ever started watching was kind of a was Dermonte Dawson, um, the center for the Steelers, um, way back way back when. Um, and I started to you know watch him because I was I was a center growing up, so I wanted to emulate my game after him. Um, and then of course I started to graduate the, the longer I started playing and uh, and meeting people. And I met people such as Zach Martin when I went to Notre Dame, and uh, you know I've seen him play, and he's he's one of the best technicians in the game. Um, and, you know at this time, and I've been I've watched him, and I've tried to model myself after him and, and his game. So I've, uh, I've I've spent a lot of time uh, watching some NFL film, but I definitely say those guys were uh, were what drew me in. So like you just mentioned, like you got to meet Zach at Notre Dame, but like what made you commit to Notre Dame originally out of high school? Oh, uh, there's a lot of factors. I mean, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to get out of get out of uh, Idaho, of course, um, uh, and, and kind of you know locate myself somewhere else in the country and kind of uh, you know see see the see the nation for a bit. Um, so, but also, there's also things such as education. Notre Dame's one of the best education, um, you know universities in in the in the nation in the world and that's irreputable so i mean I, I wanted to go there to you know challenge myself both academically and you know in the football scene so that, that uh, it ended up coming together those that, that duo end up helping me play and uh you know commit there so after one year at notre dame like you said you transferred to byu want me to make that very big decision earlier in your career um there's a lot of factors um uh that, that i would say and you know it was um you know, but between coaches and players and stuff like that, it just felt like, you know, I was I wasn't the perfect fit at Notre Dame. You know, it was, it was unfortunate. You never commit to a university and expect yourself to transfer. That's never really the goal. Um, but going in, you know, things things ended up changing and not going, um, you know, the way that I had envisioned um, how they were going to turn out, you know, both with uh, just fitting in the university in general. And so I decided, you know, um, I looked back west, a little closer to home, I guess, and uh, I have I had some family members, you know, my cousin Bo played at BYU at the time. He was a, he was also a quarterback, um, uh, but you know that that kind of drew. I had some friends that were at BYU. Um, you know, I, I've always been drawn to the West. Definitely love the mountains. Um, it's a beautiful campus, beautiful scenery. I mean, you go right outside the Velvet Stadium. You know, the mountains, the Wasatch Front is right there. So it was uh, that helped me. That helped draw me there, and that was really the only place I uh, I went. I didn't really open myself in the transfer portal to uh, other offers. I just kind of said, hey, you know. You know, sent me to BYU and uh, signed, sealed, delivered, and there I was. Now at BYU, what was it like protecting Zach Wilson? Obviously one of the best QBs in college football. 
you know, it was definitely a, it was, it was a really good experience, you know, because they, everybody wants to play for a star quarterback, and that only helps your team to have, you know, a productive quarterback. Um, and Zach is, you know, he's, as you said, he's one of the top draft prospects this, um, this season, and, you know, he's, he played extraordinarily well. And being able to block for him, you know, it, it, it put a little pressure on my job because I'm trying to protect one of the best quarterbacks in the nation and make sure he doesn't get splattered on the field. So um, all, all that good stuff. So it was, it was definitely a good experience, a fun experience. Um, uh, you know, and it was uh, it was definitely good all around time. What has been your favorite college stand playing? My favorite college stand you know, playing. Wow, that was there's a, there's been a few that I've had. You know, just a ball of the time. The one that always comes to my mind was Wisconsin about three years ago, just because we came in. It was a we were huge underdogs. Nobody expected us to even you know hold a candle to Wisconsin. You know, they they had one of the best offensive and defensive lines at the time, and they were just saying, yeah, the BYU stand. No chance. This will be a gimme game for Wisconsin. You know they they were putting. I can't even remember how how much of an underdog we were. Um, uh, but we ended up going in and, and actually competing and taking the win um, in, in the last in the last moment. So I thought that you know one, that's one of those most exciting things is is you know those those nail biter games are always fun to play in um, and it, definitely fun to watch. But uh, being in that moment in that situation, definitely you know in that stadium with all those fans and every, everything was just against us at that time and, and pulling out a win was definitely one of the greatest experiences of my life. Do you think the like the energy of all the fans there was probably the best atmosphere you've ever played in? Oh yeah, I, I played in a, in a lot of stadiums with a lot of fans and great atmospheres. Um, uh, and you know that's what the unfortunate thing about COVID of, of eliminating fans from stands this year was definitely you could, you could definitely see the difference. There's no there's none of that background energy from fans. Um, but I would definitely say yeah, fans. You know, if, 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 if as long as they're, if they're they're good fans, as long as they're not the, uh, the pestering kind. Um, you know, having a good a good crowd base always makes the game more fun. So, you know, in college, like, what's a college practice like? And more, more specifically, like, what's the preparation like before a game? It's definitely a big uh, jump up from high school. I think that was the one thing I noticed when I uh, got from high school to college. Um, preparation is all week. You know, it's not just kind of you, you learn who you're playing the next week and you just kind of go into the game and play. Now it was, you know, you're dissecting each team. You know, every single play, every single player down to down distance. What are they going to do on first, you know, first and 10, second and 10, certain situations on the field. And you work on that through, you know, through the week and you start, you know, Monday and Monday through Monday till that Saturday comes up. You're preparing for them. And then practices, of course, um, are going to be focused around that. We're going to have a significant amount of team sessions. Uh, to practice our scheme versus their defensive scheme, but also, you know, practicing, I guess, our own defense, just for the competitive edge in nature. Um, as long as, of course, all their other stuff, such as individual time, um, working on our craft. Uh, they're, they're definitely busy weeks, and then trying to balance that with a full academic schedule is definitely a, a good challenge. Um, wasn't the, was, you know, it was, it was hard at times to the point where, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this is a, you know, this kind of sucked, but you know what, it's, it's the most worth it, um, you know, pushing through that. So you have recently declared for the NFL draft. How's your training and staying ready for it been? You know, it's been fun. I'm actually down to Florida, um, and it's definitely 180 degrees than um, what it was back in Idaho and Utah. I mean, it's still freezing back there, but here it was a nice sunny 83 today. I'm 15 minutes away from a beach, and, uh, you know, I uh, the, the facility here is incredible. Um, I'm at Bomberito Performance, and, you know, the staff and, uh, you know, Pete himself, the owner proprietor of the entire facility, he is you know, he's, he's the top of his game. He's he's the best 40 coach that, you know, that I believe is in this nation. And I'm, you know, I've privileged to be able to be coached by him. Um, but it's been fun being able to also meet all these other players that have the same goal as me, you know, coming in, knowing that, you know, he's, you might not be part of the same team, but now, you know, we're out of college. The team doesn't matter. We're, 
we're all we're all individuals that fighting after the same dream now and that's what brings us closer so it's nice to also build these friendships too here and relationships that'll last you know through the rest of my life you know with some of these guys so that's that's also been one of the great points of this experience about the combine like how how do you think that's going to work now like i saw kind of they moved to how it's going to be do you know like anything about how that's going to be so I know that they're doing. They're still doing combine invites, um, but they're not. There's no physical combine. These will be for more of a regional medical um, outlook. So now, when guys will get invited, um, they'll go to the. So the way that that uh, our coach here explained it is, we have four major training facilities in this region um, that are considered. So then we'll probably get shipped off to one of these centers, get medically tested for you know hours on end, which I've heard is absolutely grueling. Um, but of course, then they'll also have these pro days. Um, hopefully colleges still follow through with their pro days um, and allow us the time to get on the field and get scouts some eyes on us and all that stuff and get some more film on us and you know in a combine manner um, so pro days are what's going to be the new combine a lot of scouts and a lot of coaches will be relying on these pro days um, now the combine isn't going to be you know really held as usual so yeah the pro day is now the new version of the combine you know covid strikes again i guess before we move on to some more rapid-fire questions, less football, more just like your career-wise, what's your favorite hobby thing to do besides football? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I love to boat in the summer especially. I, lo- I love going surfing and boating. What would you say is your favorite coach you've had, high school, college, or even younger than that? Um, uh, I have to go with two I have to go with two coaches. My high school offensive line coach, uh, Coach Whitaker, was one of the best men to this day that, I, that I've ever known. Um, uh, and also in college, uh, Coach Ryan Pugh, he's, he was uh, an integral part. Even though I got only got to play under him for a year because he took the offensive coordinator job at Troy um, shortly after, you know, it was, uh, it was a great year to be coached under him. What's your favorite moment you've ever had in your whole football career? Ooh, um, I would have to say the final play that we had in the Tennessee game two years ago when, it was, when we were in overtime and we ended up pulling out the win. What do you think your favorite block has been? Ooh, another great question. Um, I've had a few. I've had a few fun ones, but it's definitely um, uh, we we ran a lot of wide zone as an offense and at BYU. And uh, luckily for me, if it's an odd front, I'm uncovered and I just kind of get a, a a you know a blindside kill shot block uh, for me to the to the D end. And so that's always been a fun one for me. What's your favorite sport? Sport to play besides football? Oh wow, I'm uh. I actually, I mean, I don't know if you consider it a sport, but I love to play pool. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely, a, I, love, I love to play a little billiards every now and again. And, like, kind of adding off of that, do you like watching any other sports? You know, actually, uh, I've, I've mostly primarily been on football. I mean, in college, it's, it's tough with all the, you know, academics. I haven't really had time to sit down and watch a lot of sports, but primarily just football. So what's your favorite sports movie? Ooh, that's an, that's another great one. So Blindside's always a good one for me because it's actually about an offensive lineman specifically. Um, Mike Lore's story is also very inspiring. Um, but yeah, I, I'd have to say that or, or uh, Moneyball, actually. I just I just like the whole Moneyball and baseball logistics, all that good stuff. For last question, what's the first thing you want to do once code ends? Back to when we'll have real combines, real NFL stuff, no masks, fans. What are you looking forward to? Oh, man. Socialization. I can't wait. I can't wait till I can go to the store and not, you know, not get mad at myself when I leave the mask in the car or anything like that and be able to see people's faces again and shake someone's hand and nobody's going to be afraid of that stuff. I, I miss that already and I can't wait for it to come back. So that's going to wrap up our interview with you, Tristan. Thank you so, 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 so much for hopping on. To the listeners, please make sure to like, comment, follow on, at, on our post on Instagram and listen to the interview. Thank you so much, Tristan. Stay safe. Peace.